caro. Welcome to the Still Dripping Happy Hour. This is your host Mason. On the move tonight, we got DK. Once a month, man, right here. <laughs> Once a month, man. And if you're joining us on YouTube, you've already seen his face. But we got Trey from Music City Vintage. Welcome in, Trey. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. I mean, this has been a, a long wait for us. Um, I know we haven't reached out enough to you to, to get you on here. But I think last time when we had Justin, uh, we talked about it before the show, uh, we had him about uh, maybe over a year ago. And he, I think you had just had a child maybe. Um, yeah, or and, uh, I think probably a little bit. She's about one and a half now, so she's probably okay. like still relatively new. Yeah, you you were still going was, through sleep deprivation yeah. and all that. <laughs> oh yeah, congrats on the sex, by the way. That's super exciting. <laughs> hey man, hey man. Everyone's every now and then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Confirmed once. Hey man, you know what I'm saying? Even if there's a par five, you eventually got to get it in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, thanks, Dan, for uh, kicking us off perfectly. <laughs> That's not what this podcast is about, but uh, we'll keep on moving, anyways. So, if you all too, don't sadly. know Trey, we're gonna we're gonna let him introduce himself. And so, just tell us who is Trey. Tell us a little about a little bit about your upbringing, where you're from, and how you got into what you do now. Okay. Uh, hello, my name is Trey Broyles. I am co-owner of Music City Vintage. Um, I was raised in Nashville, born in Hawaii. Um, grew up basically out in South Nashville. Uh, wasn't like pretty much, I would say, just a normal kid, normal guy. Put my fucking pants on one leg at a time. Um, I grew up just in, like I said in South Nashville with like Paragon Mills Hard in Place. If you know where the smoker is, you know exactly what I'm talking about <laughs> on Hard in Place. Grew up not even far from there. Um, had a great childhood. Um, slowly became, slowly got into clothing and vintage probably in like 10th, 11th grade. Um, me and my partner uh justin kind of just started going to the bins back in the day something it's crazy <laughs> it's always it's always weird talking about like just like the past of like my childhood growing up because i don't really ever talk about it yeah think about it what what yeah. year was was 10th or 11th grade then uh 10th and 11th grade would have been probably like 2010 2011 you were really on that then i mean this was not like round two situation this was like y'all were Y'all were the, at the beginning. The bins, yeah. man. <laughs> That's humble. Yeah. I remember uh, we used to work at like Firehouse out over by 100 Oaks. Um, yep. yep. And yep. I, I remember I used to not necessarily be super heavy into vintage clothing. I was more on the like tech side. So like Game Boys, video games, things like that. Mm. That was more of like the nostalgia for me. Um, I'm big on tech. Um just like text products and stuff like that. So like old Apple stuff, anything kind of like that is my like thing that I love to like mess with. And so 
Um, but hanging out with Justin and going to the bins and things like that, just kind of slowly like grew the appreciation for like more of the vintage clothing and things like that. And it was cheap. Let's be honest. That was the reason why back in the day it was cheap. Yep. Pay by the pound, baby. Pay by the pound. <laughs> like 79 cents. Can't beat yeah. that. <laughs> Man, that, that's so you said 2010, 2011 was uh, when you were at the bins. That's probably when I first found out about the bins as well. That's that's interesting. We probably met there at, in a past life. Yeah. Which no. is wild. So Dan, wait, what were you going to say? How did you come from Hawaii to South Nashville? What, what happened? Uh, both my parents were in the military, um, okay. and then pretty much once they had me, they're like, "Well, I think we kind of want to get out." My dad was from um, Humboldt Jackson area, yep, and my mom was from uh, San Francisco, and so they, I guess, they didn't want to live in the small town. They were just like, "Nashville's far, big enough and farther away enough that if you need to go back, you can." Yep, but it's not like it's. At that time, it was not like super huge as it is now, like super yep. growing. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's dope. Have you? Uh, do you ever go back to Hawaii? Have never been back since. Never exactly. been back. That is that is one of the goals in life is to get back there uh, and just kind of see. Make that happen. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about Music City Vintage. How you guys started out, and then just coming up through the tornado, COVID, all that stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, pretty much before Music City Vintage was Music City Vintage. Uh, it was just a bunch of just us friends just hanging out, trying to find something to do. <laughs> um, uh, so we would go to the bins, we'd hit flea markets, things like that, go to the thrift stores, your thrift smarts, your Music City thrifts, things like that, uh, and hang out. Uh, I want to say that we picked clothes all day, but to be honest with you, we pretty much just bullshitted our in the in the bins half the day while we were there we were just kind of like stand around uh joke around do stuff and then actually probably like 30 percent of the time actually dig and like look for stuff <laughs> <laughs> um but we were doing that uh and we weren't doing it for money back then like the crazy part is like when when we first started doing it it was just more about just like you get a unique look. You don't look like everyone. Cause at that time, like when you went to school, it was like straight polo Ralph Lauren boots, um, like shoot khakis and like polos and stuff like that. So like, it wasn't like a lot of just like flair to it. So it was just like a one way to kind of add a little bit of flair to your like outfits and things like that. Um, did you go to Glickcliff for high school? We went to Glencliff, uh, right in Paragon Mills, uh, growing nice. up. Uh, so home of the Colts. Um, let me see. When we first kind of decided to like sell to the public, it was probably like I think 2016, 2015, something like that. Um, and I remember it was like April or May, but it was hot as. I'm not gonna say that word. <laughs> uh it was hot it was hot outside it had to be somewhere between 80 to 95. it, it was hot and i remember the first day that we uh kind of really set up it was so i remember the parking spaces were 10 by 20. our tent was 10 by 10. <laughs> so, so there's a 10 foot missing in there that we just didn't have covered <laughs> 
uh, and we weren't in the shaded area by any means necessary. <laughs> and so we would just sit there and just like be roasting just like a rotisserie chicken out there. Uh, so the customers could like check out in somewhat cooler setting. Uh, and, but it's really nice. Like I'm always thankful for those days uh, because I'm trying to remember how we actually originally started there. I think me and Justin used to live like literally like I lived on third floor, he lived on second floor. And like we shared a story, like we eventually started sharing a story, Gina, and we we're just like, yo, we got too much stuff. We got, <laughs> we got too much stuff here, man. Uh, and by we, I mean our wives, our, our <laughs> girlfriends at the time, our wives now. Um, <laughs> so they have stuck through all of the stages of Music City Vintage. They were there before Music City Vintage, and they were still here with Music City Vintage as well, say, <laughs> after Music City. Um, but uh, I remember Justin came to me and he was like, hey, uh, I'm thinking about selling at the flea market because we used to just go there to buy. Um, and he was like, yo, I've been thinking about selling at the flea market. You were down to go. And I was like, yeah, like, let's do it. Let's set it up. How do we do it? <laughs> like, how, so like, do we just like go like walk there and just like put some stuff up? Like, what do we do? <laughs> um, and we originally were just like, all right, let's get some Walmart racks. Let's get out here. Walmart racks did not work. They <laughs> fell apart. But it was a beautiful time. Um, you can't, and it's just like those times are just like super, super simple. And that was like, sometimes you miss that part about it where it's just like it's super, super simple. It's just like you're yep. just going out there. Yep. Yep. So, but yeah. Um, Oh, I was going to say, I think, yeah, by the time we met you guys in the flea market, you guys had, had figured out the um, the tricks of inside and, and all that other stuff. So you graduated past that, um, which would have been, what, Dan, 2018? Yeah, yeah. Yes. It, it was a few months before you opened your store. So okay. when was that? Walk us we through op- that. We opened our store in December officially opened our doors in December 2018. The funny part is, I know, remember you guys meeting us in Wilson Hall. The funny reason why we ended up in Wilson Hall, no lie, is we had always been outside, rain, shine, anything. There's a video, if you go back far enough on our like page, there's a video of me and Justin sitting underneath a tarp on top of our <laughs> on top of our tent and it is torrential rain (laughs) torrential rain and it is just like you can't move like there was like nothing we could do we just had to sit there and like be stuck in the rain because it was just like if you moved any of the clothes they are soaking (laughs) soaking and i remember that was the time where we're just like all right, yeah, we just got, we got to go inside. We got to go inside. <laughs> we can't do it. We're like, you know, it's more expensive, but we don't got to worry about rain. <laughs> yeah. Inside does not matter. You can still find us inside. <laughs> and and you also, you guys also, I guess, I mean, this makes sense considering you did open a store a few months later, but um, you guys had people coming to the flea market just for you, right? It wasn't just random people. No, and it's crazy because we still have cut like those some of those customers still even come through the shop all the time and it's always cool to see them because 
we when we first started we were just selling jer- old jerseys cool vintage it was mostly just sports apparel right like raiders nfl nba hockey things like that uh and we slowly evolved through the as we were getting bigger in the flea market and while we were doing that like you we started having these consistent people come in that's like oh i just come to the flea market every month and you guys are my favorite booth i'm always excited to see you guys and to the point where we had people driving from like huntsville like hey man i'm trying to trade some stuff in at the booth <laughs> i'm here on saturday trying to trade some stuff in are you guys taking trades so we we're just like yeah <laughs> if, you, if you want to walk it up that hill hey we'll be more than happy to look through it work something out with you um, and so that's how a lot of people just kind of uh just like came to know us and then we created the instagram while we were there as a way of just like letting people know when the when the actual flea market was because it's never on the same exact day it's like on like a weird it's like the third the third weekend of the month so it's like no one ever remembers the actual weekend until it's like oh snap it is the weekend of the flea market (laughs) but it's always really cool just like you know see people that return and um that people were supporting us like back then when we didn't even have a name we were just like some guys like hey Thanks for coming back. <laughs> we'll be in the same spot next month. Just come back and see us. <laughs> when so, was was there like a month where you were like, this is this is I mean, was it like fun money? Was it like just like, hey, like let's get we'll get more money so next week we can go back to the bins and spend, you know, like find more stuff? Or was it just like just a, a, something you could do with time and like you happen to make money while doing it? answer is yes <laughs> um back then like we both had full-time jobs so it wasn't like it was like money that we absolutely needed sure. it was pretty much just like fun money and also money to go buy more stuff yep. to be honest with you it was probably more just buy stuff yep. we probably spend a third the, sometimes we would spend probably like half the money that we made that weekend going out in the flea market and just buying stuff out <laughs> <laughs> and taking it to the storage unit. We're like, oh man, this trash can, fire. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it, let's put this, let's put this little trash can next to one of these racks. And just, I mean, but that it was good looking back because it's just like, it was a way of reinvesting um, mm-hmm. to like more inventory. But also it was just like, we didn't know what we were doing. We we're just like, hey, we made 1200 bucks. Let's go spend another 600 bucks on that guy's booth over there because he has some really good stuff. Cool. And then we spend like another like $100 just eating food throughout the whole weekend. Like, oh, okay, yeah, like, that's good. That's nice. Hmm. Was, is, there, is there one find from the flea market that you'll be like, man, that was like the grail of the grail, either before you were had to booth yourself or – when you were just going out and spending the money you were making at the booth? I mean, was there that one thing it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I found this at the flea market? Um, man, I'm going to be honest with you, there's a lot. <laughs> so I think one of the craziest ones 
that I can remember from when we were selling at the flea market was there was these people who bought storage units and they would set up right behind Wilson Hall. And so like normally never had shit, nothing at all. But then like it was just this one random month that they just had probably like 25, 30 old like new old stock Preds jerseys that were like the yellow mustard jerseys, like the original like jerseys, but they were all like, you know, like you back you could always tell the bad ones yep. back then. Yep. But like they were all there and like it was crazy because you could they were just like, Yeah, we bought this storage unit and it just had all of these things in it. And they were like, it just had so much old hockey gear in it. And it was just as if like, it was like an equipment person's or something like that. But it was just like all these old jerseys. And like looking back on it, when I tell you, we didn't know how much like mustard jerseys were worth and things like this. Like they were just like, like they, they were just like, we we're just like, we'll buy them all. Boom. Probably bought 20, 25 jerseys or something like that. And I remember like bringing them back to the booth because like what we would do and kind of not have a monopoly, but like have a competitive advantage is we were able. <laughs> so one of the benefits of having a booth at the flea market was you could get in with everyone else. And so like it didn't open till, to the public till 839. Well, we're able to roll in at six. So like we're already making rounds like Oh, what is what does the new people have? What's hanging up? <laughs> and so like I would just like me and Justin would just kind of get there and just like walk around for like the first like hour, hour and a half that we were there, like, hey man, we gotta make sure we come back to this person's booth. They're not here yet, but they look like they got something right there. <laughs> and that's one of the things we would do. Um, as well as just like randomly leave our booth and just go and find and walk around when we got bored. <laughs> But yeah, so and it was crazy because like we used to sell these mustard jerseys. Now that I think about it, it's just crazy. Like we sold these mustard jerseys for probably like sixty bucks, and we were just like, "Man, we're making killing!" Like now, like you look, like you look back on this, and you're just like, "Damn, man, mustard jerseys were like two fifty even back then." It's just yeah. like, man, we were selling these things for sixty, man. There's probably some people that came in they're like, "Man, they are cool. <laughs> they are." They're letting these things go cheap. <laughs> but that's part of the game. Yeah, exactly. I, I remember when Justin was on, he, he had mentioned, so you guys went on to open your store, and um, it came time for one of you guys to work in the store. And that means one of you had to quit your job, and that and he told us that was you, and, and pretty much work in the store full time. What did that look like? And more importantly, what did your then girlfriend or wife say about that? Um, it was hard. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I, when I went to quit, I did not, you know, a lot of people don't, they don't like the jobs. They didn't like their jobs. I actually did enjoy what I did. Um, I had did, uh, consumer electronics tech support. So like I'd help moms and grandmas and stuff like that, fix their phones and things like that. Uh, get the viruses off old man's phones from doing whatever they do on their own phone. <laughs> um, but when we saw that, <laughs> uh, sorry, that's just like a, it's one of like those like things. Is like anytime we got an old man that called in, it was just like 
I got these pop-ups on my phone. I was like, I bet you do. Come on. Let's go hit that. Let's go hit Google Chrome and clear some things out. Call it a day. It was a very consistent call. Uh, sorry, we're going off tangent here again. Um, but when I first quit, when I, when I was, when we were thinking about opening it and we had the opportunity, um, I think for both of us, it was just like, what do we, kind of what do you do? And then also like when I told my girlfriend at the time, now wife, um, she was basically like, you know, hey, since I've met you, you've always said you wanted to own a business. You've always said um, that this is what you wanted to do um so you know hey i got this like you know i can help you know out more and you know carry us a you know what she can do uh while you kind of get everything going um and she supported it through the whole through the whole way she supported it to this day um through thick and thin i greatly appreciate her uh for everything she did and even like justin's wife right like she supported him through this because it's very easy to say like Oof, I don't know if I want you to like risk this. Like, you know, we have a good thing going. Um, but you know, both of them supported us through it. And, you know, that's all you know, that's what you want in a partner, someone that supports you and you know, we greatly appreciate them for it. Um, just because it is like it's not a small just thing to say, like, hey, we're gonna open up the store. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> but hey, we're gonna we're gonna see it through. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, like you said, it, uh, having a supportive wife is is uh, one of the top things that you need in life. So, um, yeah, day one a one, day one a one, hundred percent. That is one thing that Justin and I can both agree on, and a hundred percent is that like we both would not be in the position that we are without our wives, girlfriends then, but wives now. Yeah, um, they have supported us through thick and thin. Uh, they've been there for all the ups and downs, all the downs and ups, and even the sideways. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, so, like, we greatly appreciate them. And, you know, this place, like, we wouldn't even be this far without them. Like, they're, they've hit the late nights with us. Uh, they've been there for the $8 sales through uh, painting, the online, like, you know, just trying to build out our store and stuff like that. They have did anything that we've asked as far as like when we needed help and things like that. That's awesome. You're preaching in here to us now. Um, I guess keep preaching. I'm, I'm assuming that this question will kind of go with the last one, but mm -hmm. what or who inspires you to keep going um, and advance Music City Vintage and just keep going in general? Um, at this point in my life, it's probably it is probably my uh, wife and my daughter. Uh, for me personally, uh, just because like, you know, I want my daughter to be able to, you know, see, you know, her dad and like what he's grown and then also hopefully be a part of it as she grows up and throughout the years to be able to, to see like what it takes and to, to be able to own your own business, even if that's not the path that she wants to go, but like see that like, you know, like learn the bit like just learn about life and like business i think it's it would be like a really cool thing to like be able to grow up with your parents owning a business um just because you see a lot of things that like the average person won't see whether it's just like you know like it's behind the scenes like you you understand how i feel like if you have a parent that owns a business you understand 
the differences of businesses, the different mindsets, and it's easier to like push you ahead in life a little bit because you understand like an entrepreneurial spirit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had something and it just totally went away from me. Yeah. Oh, I, I just wanted to, to give you your flowers because in one sense, yes, you guys own a business, but um, in another sense, you guys, for me at least, you filled a huge hole in Nashville. In in the culture of Nashville, vintage market or whatever, you guys, I, there was other places that sold vintage, but nobody had a community that you guys had. And, and we mentioned it started from the flea market and you still have those people there. Um, and so I, to me, there's no other company of, or people, I guess. I guess it's just the people of who you and Justin are that are in Nashville and are a part of the community the way you are growing up here. And and I guess what I have to say is is thank you. Because the reason why we started this is we, we kind of set out similar to your beginning of we wanted to sell stuff and that turned into, eh, maybe we're not that committed to selling stuff, but we still <laughs> want something. We want a place like round two. Cause that's where we kind of all started watching the round two, the show. We want somewhere like that for Nashville. And then you guys announced that you're opening a store and, and all that. And there's no question really here. It's just, I just wanted to give you your flowers and say thank you guys because Nashville, the the community around Nashville uh, of vintage sneakers, whatever you want to call the area that we're talking about, uh, would not be at all the same as it is now if it weren't for you guys. So uh, I just think that's pretty amazing. Um, nope. And I'll, I'll say this to every single place that I go to, um, whether it be, um, you know, Jenny at Red Rose Hype, or uh, the new place that I went to this past, uh, I guess it was a couple months ago now, Made Low. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody knows you guys. And I can't say that about anybody else. Uh, it's just that you guys, out there. everybody is, um, everybody pays their respects because they know you guys are the OGs. So I just wanted to pay mine as well. So thank you guys for doing what you do, taking, taking a, a huge leap of faith. And uh, it's, we're all appreciative of it. No. Man, Amen. I'll be honest with you. Like, that's cool and all. But, <laughs> I mean, right, like, A, I think Nashville had, like, like, Nashville was getting the culture out, right? I think it, it took it it took it took a minute to get there. But, I mean, right, we wouldn't have been here without the people supporting us. So, it's, like, always that, like, thing in my mind is, like, like, yeah, we may have been, like, been around for a while, but it's, like, shoot like imagine if we didn't have like anyone that like knew about us or like you know that didn't support us at the flea market to the point where we could even think that like that was even possible and stuff like that so it's always like cool to look back and just see that like this culture was here but it was just like you just needed like whether like we had stores one store is like rooted red rose us like even made low even Ugly Dog, Vintage, Soul Socket, like if you look Soho Gallery, uh, Throwback Thursday, right? Like there's a lot of stores now in the city and like it's good because like there's, it's starting to form, it is, we're still, I don't think we're like fully, fully established yet. Like our culture on like the main scale, right? But I think like we have a good culture here and it's like, you know, like no one really just like hates, you know, each other and things like that. It's all just like, 
positive. Like we don't mind sending people to Red Rose. Red Rose sends people to us. We don't mind sending people to Made Low. Made Low will send people to us and cool things like that. And I think that's really good because like uh, a lot of times you go to some of these other cities and they're just like, nah, we don't mess with them, fam. We don't mess with them at all. We don't talk to yeah. them. They the ops. But like here, it's just like, oh yeah, like you know, like someone comes in like looking for like hype stuff. We may be like, hey, yeah, go to Red Rose. She's about 15, 20 minutes out the road. You know, go there. You know, go to Rooted. Go to uh, like Soul Socket. Hey, check out Soho's. Check out Throwback. You know, we'll say we'll say these things. It's not just one of these like. Like every like everyone, there's more than enough money here in Middle Tennessee to like for everyone to eat, right? And yep. I think that's really good. And I think it's also like helping put us on the on like I don't want to say the national stage, but it's like also good to see like we can turn out for events and we can turn you know we can make these things happen in our culture, uh, and we're like pushing it, right? We're not just like everyone's just not like looking out for themselves it's just like hey man like like we'll get we're a lot of people don't realize all the most of the stores are actually in a group chat and so like and it's really cool so it's like you know hey we saw someone we saw someone over here doing something watch out for him and stuff like that so it's like actually like a really like genuine like people are trying to help people here we're not trying to like have someone scam one person scam this person It's, it's like genuinely like we're trying to like help as a whole and like push each other. And I think that's good. That, that's that, really cool. <laughs> that, that is awesome. And that brings up a question I hadn't even thought about. So, I mean, it, Jenny's texting me on being like, Hey, you know, Alfredo is over here trying to sell me 10 pairs of Yeezys that came straight from Fufu China. And he's headed to you. Like, is that what y'all are like going through in your group chat sometimes? Uh, it's not. It's uh, it's not like super, super, super active. I mean, it's like, hey man, it may be like, hey, watch out for this person. Or gotcha. like, like, like you know, the Masons and the Hayes and the Landons of the world, like watch out for them. Don't <laughs> hey, you, you said it, not me. You said it, not me. <laughs> hey, Hayes, Hayes is on record for um, bringing you guys those fake Obama Air Forces. So <laughs> hey, you got to hey, watch out for him. Hey man, we got those hanging. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We appreciate them. We have, I have no lie. I, like when they came in, and I, I, has, I don't know if I was there that day or that I came in the next day, and I was like, yo, I've been wanting to see a pair of these for a hot minute. Because it, it's really cool because it's like there's like it's, – it's always an interesting conversation when you talk about like bootlegs and stuff because like as much as like, like right, we hate fakes, but it's just like like so many things now have just like blurred that line in a sense mm-hmm. of like like we know what fake – like we – like I, this is a fake brand that is fake but then like you have like these like bootlegs that are like kind of making a comeback because like right that was like that early 2000s like kind of thing and so it's very interesting to like see it come back and then like the new like interpretation of it and like how people are like some people are messing with it some people still don't mess with it but i think it's really cool because it also like shows the like kind of like a different age group like right when you see those obama forces you like remember that era like that was an era it's just like the the see-through Air Force Ones and stuff like that. Like, it's just always cool to see that kind of stuff because it's like, even though like a lot of it is fake, it's also like an era thing where it's like, I remember this. Like, yeah. I just remember like, dudes were really out here walking around with some Obama Air Force Ones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like no one, like, like, right. Like you look back, but I think that's also cool because that like it adds to the culture 
like in the past, like for the past and the future. And that's kind of like one of the things I think we enjoy about it is like we get to see the past, like we get to enjoy these things that weren't necessarily like cool back then, right? Like, like if so, we've had people come in and ask us about those, like, hey man, I saw those Obamas, man. Y'all selling those? And we're like, nah, man, they're, they're for like displaying. He's like, man. I got a picture of my pops in these from like oh six man. He got the Glock in the pocket. Or something. You know what I'm saying? It's just some wild stuff. It's wild stuff, but it's really cool to just like you know what I'm saying. See it and just like hear where like other people's like uh, experiences with some of the like random stuff that we have there. <laughs> That's awesome, man. We gotta let Hayes listen to this. We gotta make sure he uh, <laughs> tunes into this episode. That's so cool. Sure. Let, oh, us, let, us, let us find a little like stock of uh, Obama Air Force Ones. <laughs> oh man, those things will go like hotcakes. <laughs> hotcakes. They'll be like out here, like we believe. <laughs> That's amazing. Coming for a third term. <laughs> Coming for the third term, man. Oh. Question in terms of um, like Rooted, because obviously, you know, y'all's business model is very different than what Rooted's business model is. I mean, on release days, do y'all basically just see a line of people come through your door at like 1020 after they go and pick up their pairs at Rooted and they're like, cash me out, cash me out, cash me out? <laughs> um, Sometimes, occasionally, it's usually not like a huge line, but like we're also like two blocks away from like City Gear, like a City yeah. Gear on Gallatin. So yeah. we see uh, sometimes after our shoe release, we'll see some people come through definitely like, hey, man, I got the receipt in the box. What can you do for me? Let's make something shake here, man. I'm trying to make this $40. What can we do? And, and you know, hey, we got to make something shake, man. We, let's see what we can do, my friend. So um, it's always interesting. It's all, uh, I always say, like, one of the cool things is, like, when you see, like, hype releases, it's always interesting to see, like, if people are going to bring them in. Mm. So, like, with, like, the Jordan 1s, uh, the Lost and Founds, no mm. one was bringing them in. It was, like, hard to get you a hands mm. on a pair because people were, like, to the soap. Hey, man, I'm taking these to the grave, man. I'm taking these to the grave, man. <laughs> man, these, these, you see how high they are right now, you know. They're like, hey, man, she, busy right now. <laughs> but up from here. Can't let them go, man. Did you see Did you see any uh, Tiffany Air Forces come through? Uh, Not yet. I expect yeah. to probably see – like stuff like that we usually will see like one or so in the first like week or so okay so i expect to see probably like one in the next like few days maybe this weekend sure. i don't know if we'll buy it it all depends on price with those ones sure. what a lot of shoes like those how we look at them is like our business model is more wrapped around like selling to the everyday consumer so like one of our big philosophies uh, as far as our store has been like since the kind of the beginning is I want, we want the person that's going to go into the mall and buy a t-shirt, right? Like that's your like average person. And so like a lot of our pieces, our average price piece on our thing is going to be reflective of very similar to like, if you went to the mall and just like buy one, but you can get a shirt that you won't see anyone else look in, or you can buy a shirt where you can literally see 10, 10 shirts right there. Yep. That's on you, my friend. Um, <laughs> That's on you. Like you, you make that decision. Not everyone agrees with that decision, but hey, um, it's all part of it. But it's all love. But it's one of those 
we want to have shoes that are kind of affordable for someone at any different level. So uh, we have shoes starting from 50 all the way up to, I think our most expensive pair right now is like $2,500. But I, I would say like probably like 80% of them are like sub $300. So like in that retail-ish era, like area. Yep. Yep. Um, Can we play but, guess, the, uh, guess the Shoe that's 2500 Sure. All right. I like this game. Yeah, two. Um, two of them for twenty five hundred. You have two for twenty five hundred. All right, just name the brand. Uh, uh, Jordan and Nike SB. Okay, I will say Jordan collab. I will say Jordan collab. That that will help you out. That was a Jordan collab. Jordan collab and Nike SB is the Nike SB one of the. Uh, it wouldn't be the lobsters yet because those are like around thousand so is it one of the grateful dead no you're you're in that you're in that general time frame okay is the is the jordan an off-white one unc let's see out here unc yeah all right, I, I figured that was. What would the SB be if it's a, in that general time frame? Oh man! He said it's the general time frame of the Grateful Dead ones. I'd say okay. probably it, it released in the. It's always weird because like I feel like during COVID, like everything, like all the years. Like, yeah, it's all the same. Uh, <laughs> I would say with some, it's been within the last two years. Okay, it was it was probably the. Hmm. I would say probably you could argue that it was bigger than Grateful Dead's, but it was it was hmm. up there. Chunky Dunky without the special box. With the special box. Yeah. I'm gonna have to come in and see those if I have some time cool. this weekend. That's awesome. Cool. Those are yeah. awesome. That's that's dope. All right. Now I got a soft track again, so now we have to get back on the rails. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll go to our one of our fun questions. If we started a Nashville Culture Hall of Fame and you got an exhibit, what would you put in the exhibit? This is just for Trey. You can have it. You, you can do Trey and Justin if you want to, but what's Trey's piece going to be? You can uh, shoes, shirts. You can add a couple different things. Probably, if I was to do a shoe, it would be uh, Shadow Jordan 1 or the other one may be just like a one of the random like SB uh, dunk highs that I'll, I prefer highs over lows, especially on dunks. Um, probably my uh, picnic blanket dunk SBs. Um, I took an interview with Nike and I did not get the job and I wore those. So... <laughs> I was so happy to wear them, and they were like, no, we're not going to get this stuff. I was like, cool. I appreciate your time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, it would probably be like a lot of like video game tees. Uh, so like Metal Gear Solid, I like pretty much anything from like the PS2 era. Uh, probably a lot of those tees would be in there. Mm. Um, and then let me see. Now that I think about it, I have like a off-color collection, like like a – it is a hundred percent will get me canceled if I like post them up kind of collection, uh, but it's really cool. <laughs> I just leave it at that. Yeah. it's a very okay. like cancellation kind of collection. The cancellation collection. I, I, have I like a lot that. Of, like, uh, like I, I, 
so it's really weird. I really enjoy, like, I don't want to say off-color humor, but, like, I enjoy the, like, the people who messed up in life, right? Like the OJs, Charles Manson, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, the people who, like, messed up really bad in life. <laughs> but like, stuff like, like that, like, like, why does someone own this shirt? Like, this shirt should probably not exist. The more it is in that lane, the more that I'm like, that's a, I want that shirt. That's a nice shirt. So I have some really bad shirts. Like, I can show you on YouTube. <laughs> they, they would definitely take this live down. But um, thank, thank Justin. I'll be honest with you. Thank Justin. Justin, like, I'm all for, like, tasteless. This is, like, very tasteless. Let's put it out on the, like, let's put it front page on the Instagram page. And Justin's like, nah, man, we can't do that. We cannot do that. Justin Justin saves the world from some some wild stuff. I'll be honest with you here. Some wild stuff. Because, like, I'm, I'm very much a fan of just, like, I don't give a damn <laughs> on some stuff. And, like, he is, like, that's, 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 Justin is the face of Music City Vintage for a great reason. <laughs> hey, he is good talking. I am not good talking. I don't. I don't talk to people, right? Like I, I'm, I go off the rails. I'm an off the rails person here, right? <laughs> Justin can keep it classy. This is why we. I I'm behind the scenes. Like I'll throw some stuff at the wall. I'll I'll run the hammers. I'll paint some stuff. I'll figure that part out. I'll let Justin do all the talking and like all, all the public interviews and stuff like that. He excels at that. He excels at that. You never know what's going to come out of my mouth, to be honest with you. I can hear my wife in the background right now shaking her head as I say that. Like, no lie, I heard her go, going off the rails here. I heard him go off the rails when I started talking about the shirts. She was like, oh, here he goes. Sounds like we need to have a podcast in the back room at Music City Vintage. Hey man, you just sounds like know. sounds we, like we, some we, stuff flies around in there. Pretty, oh, pretty uh, fun. No, we're, we're I promise you, we're buttoning up in there. <laughs> buttoning up in there. All right, Dan, up. Dan, I got some uh, rapid fire questions, but do you have any other any other questions before we get to that? I had one other question, but then I forgot about it, so I'll think about it later. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, uh, Justin. We talked about it a little bit, but um... ooh, I remember. I remember. Okay, go for it. Was. Go for it, Dan. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so now it feels like, and I think I know the answer to this question, but now it feels like everyone and their mother like knows about the bins, or knows about vintage, or knows about thrifting, or thinks thrifting is cool, or is a sixteen-year-old girl, you know, like whatever. Like the list can go on. You can go to Brentwood High School, you can go to Antioch High School, and you know about thrifting. Um, do you feel like y'all are having more trouble when you're, like, going out to, like, pick things to, like, actually finding good product out there? Or is there just so much out there that it's not a, it's not as, you know, it's not um, so much supply and demand? So, at this moment, there's so many different avenues. Uh on vintage so one of the things i always say is like we always we have in our minds what vintage is 
And then if you ask like a person that's like in their fifties, like they have a completely different like image in their mind of like like they'll be like, nineties ain't vintage boy. That's soft hands. <laughs> Red cap. <laughs> like that's all we do. Like true. Like so, it's it's really cool because like vintage in itself is is just like saying like clothes. Like right. Like you got streetwear. You have high fashion. You have all these things, and the the same way you have all those things in just like normal fashion there's basically the vintage version of that somewhere so like you have people who collect and like just do like vintage archive vape stuff from like the 90s and the early 2000s where it's like a whole different eras and how how i think we look at it is like there's just eras right so like when i sit here and say we're actually just having this conversation earlier today when it's like when you think of like the obama air force ones and stuff like that or the og twilight stuff or one of the big ones it was a Slipknot tee that we saw today, right? Slipknot. And I was sitting here like, this shirt's not that old. And then I'm like, I realized this shirt says it was from 2006. I was like, it has been eight, almost 18 years since this shirt has released. <laughs> I was like, that is crazy. Cause I remember when this like, like when this stuff was like brand new, like, like this stuff was like at hot topic and stuff. Right. But it's just like in your mind, you're like, there's just that relation where you're like, that mm-hmm. was not that long ago. And then you're just like, like, dang, I was like, that was 15, 16 years ago, which like now is putting it on that edge of just like, oh, this stuff is basically about to come vintage. So there's always that, there's always something new. Um, but it's also like, you have to like expand in a sense, right? Like when we first started selling at the flea market, we just really did sporting goods and stuff like that. Like or sport like more sports apparel and stuff like that, which at the heart of what we do, we still do that. But like right, we've expanded more into like Harley, some true vintage. Um like we're expanding into women's now and things like that. And so the more broader that you can can become, the more that you can basically catch if that makes sense. Because yep. Uh, just because like what we have always looked at is getting like more like hype and found there's something else that's being overlooked if that makes sense or if that's going to be coming vintage you know in two years three years and things like that so like i always say like when you look at like hey like og halo like when when you think of like golden era halo golden era call of duty we think of like modern warfare 2 like the like the original modern warfare 2 halo 3 and like this stuff is like almost 20 years old when you and it's crazy to think about that right like it's <laughs> crazy, crazy to think it's like it's like when it's you like look i was at like, rust the other day i was just playing rust when i you know when i was yeah. sleeping over spending the night with my friends like that was that was not long ago was, 20 was, years uh, ago yeah and it's like 20 years ago and it's like holy shit oh crap I'm trying. I'm trying to help you out. Here. <laughs> Don't want to get you demonetized. Um, but it's uh, but it's crazy when you like right. It's crazy to think that that was like 20 years ago. But like that stuff is like our child, like something like our child, like our teenage years, where it's like some of us still like you know what I'm saying are collecting that stuff. Uh, we're collecting things, but also like if you ask a 20, like you know a 20 year old, this is the stuff that they grew up on as a kid. So now that's what they're looking for is like, I remember my older brother playing Modern Warfare 2 and things like that. So it's very interesting in that, that like how it's always something new, if that makes sense. Like there's always a new era of things. Um, and so there's, even though there are people will come, 
to like the bins or to like the thrifts and stuff like that, there's always something new to find. And there's always like, um, I think a lot of the things that people forget about is like curation, right? Like just because you can't find it at the thrift, like you can still like find it and then curate it. And so like you can curate. So like I have a homie, he does like curated like auto car keys and stuff like that. But it's not just like Ford, Chevy, like basic stuff. It's more like BMW, Lamborghini and stuff like that. And it's like, he's like, you know, I never thrifted stuff, but like I can curate it. And it's also like having those connections and like meeting people that can like, you know, get you what you need and like being always, you know, always being able to buy and things like that, that helps you kind of like keep maintaining constant uh, like product inventories. And then there's always just like thinking of new ways to find inventory, right? Like, like literally what, two days ago, I had someone tag me in a post on the East Nashville group that someone was like, hey, I got 50 hats. Where can I go sell? <laughs> you know, and it's just like, Music City Venice, Music City Venice. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. Like, hey, I greatly appreciate the homies tagging me, tagging us in it uh, to where it's like, all right, cool. Like, And then the lady came in today, and she said she had 50 hats, and it was like 100 hats. And I was just like, holy crap. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? It's just like one of those you just never know. And she was just like, oh, yeah, these are my parents. So it's like, that stuff is still out there. It's still in people's garages. It's still in things. So it's like, it's just never ending. Like, you're going to find it. It's going Eventually, you'll find it. It's just like one of those, like, you just got a lot more people out there now. So it's, the competition is, is fierce, but you just got to keep at it. Man, that's awesome. That was a great question, Dan. Thank you. Thank um, you. Good question. Yep. Thanks. All right. Our rapid fire. Look, give us just a, a short answer for all of these. What, what are your thoughts on Crocs? Never owned a pair. Look comfortable. Would try it. Would you wear them out of the house? Depends on the colorway. I would say yes. I bought my wife some, and she she just leaves them in the box. I, I actually bought them as a gag gift, so I got like the loudest like <laughs> leopard print one with like the little giblets for her. Um, but like, I, like I want to say like I would, but then like I want. Have you ever been to the Croc store in Alfie Mills? Like I, I don't first off, I, I wear a size 14, 15. so like it's already hard enough to find a shoe. So I went in there like. I, like the crocs were like 50, like fifty five dollars. I was like, damn. Yes. I said he's more expensive than some Nike slides, man. <laughs> I was like, those those geez. crocs are honestly a scam. If you can't find them on Black Friday or like in Burlington, those things, those are wicked expensive. Hundred percent. I was like, I was like, I thought these things was like thirty dollars. I thought everyone's out here just paying thirty dollars for these things. I said these things is fifty five. Plus the little giblets. It was like another twenty. I was like seventy five. We're gonna be in this thing seventy five dollars. What are we doing here, people? I only buy I buy Crocs about once a year, and I buy them only on Black Friday or if I find them in like Ross or Burlington. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I. Do want to try like one of them like collab ones that are just like mad like kitty like the Lightning McQueen or something like that. I, don't know. <laughs> I want one of those. I no no lie. I saw one that had like Pikachu's like the Pokemon on it, but like I'm wearing size fourteen fifteen, and I think there was only in the kids section. I was highly upset. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was highly upset. I had a. I did have a pair of Post Malone Crocs. I, I got them. Um, 
during a release, and I resold them for two hundred dollars. Oh dang! Yeah, it was awesome. It was lit. <laughs> <laughs> All right what what about what about on clouds? On clouds. Uh, I don't know. I'm like I've seen them out there. <laughs> Just can't do it. Like they look like they would be super comfortable, but then they also look remind me of like that like weird Reebok era. Mm. Uh, a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Is that like era where like everything kind of looked like a weird runner kind of thing? That's yes. kind of what they look like to me. Um, but I would give them like a. Uh, I I'd say it depends on your profession. <laughs> profession. If we like to say. If you're a soccer mom, check. If you are anyone else, no. 100%. You tell me you work at the hospital, you go ahead and run those things. That's you right there. That's you, friend. Yeah, we, our other two uh, people on the pod usually have some strong vitriol for the, the on clouds. but And the Crocs. Yeah, and the Crocs. That's very true. Um, what are your thoughts on backdooring? Um, well, obviously I'm on the great market, so anything back door, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> uh, and I, I think it's, I just honestly think it's part of it, right? Like, I, don't, I think it's one of those, like, you can try to have a fair release, but also it's part, it's just part of it. You know, what, what is friends and family, but the same thing is back door. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yep. just like, Hey, I know you. So you get this super limited, expensive shoot. That's all backdooring really is, if you think about it. It's just like we're giving friends and family without you being important enough to actually get a friends and family. You know, it's always appre- it's always appreciated when it's you. Now, if I see someone else doing it, oh man, I'm hot. I'm hot. <laughs> like, come on, man, break. Come on, break some wild berry bread off with your boy. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, help me out here. But you see, I, I wear a fourteen, fifteen, so like I'm just used to like, hey man, we ain't got your size, big fam. <laughs> we ain't even got your size. You gotta hit the sneakers at my boy. <laughs> is it uh given the fact that you're in fourteen fifteen, I mean, I would imagine like, you know, stock goes it's a it's a bell curve. You know, we start off at seven and then we get to ten and a half and there's a million pairs and then we get down to fourteen fifteen or ten. I mean, is it easier or harder to hit on those? I'd imagine it'd be harder, right? It's it's usually harder in my opinion. Like yeah. Uh, like normally, I don't even go for my size on sneaker anymore. I'm like, yo, it's a wrap. I ain't getting my size. I ain't no like, like if it's a li- super limited, definitely not. I'm like, yo, I need that ten and a half for the resale, fam. <laughs> can't, can't, can't sit here and try my shot on this. You know, it already loaded with seventy two pairs, man. Nah, can't do that. Can't do that. Got five thousand pairs loaded. In, I only got seventy two. Nah, go ahead. Try, let me try for that size ten and a half. Uh, no, it's it's cool. It's it's a double edged sword. Like either it's like super expensive or it's super low, right? Or so like I'll give an example. Like the margin, like not the well, it's hard time, tough time to start talking about this. But the Tom Sachs shoes. Uh, <laughs> oof. Um, you might have you might have a t shirt about him. In a hey, couple years. Hey, coming soon. Hey man, just let me know. <laughs> I don't mind. I'll keep them around. I'll keep it around. But um, it's crazy because it's like 
I always say like the yellow pair, right? Yellow pair, super cheap. Relatively cheap. The brown pair is the cheapest, but I absolutely love these shoes. So I don't care what my boy did. I'm, I'm doubling up. Um, but the yellow pair, I cannot make this up. I was, I really wanted the yellow pair when they came out. They loaded in the sneakers. Sneakers loaded in. Had size 14. Out. Out of stock. Loaded in the sneakers. <laughs> like, like every size there. Except the what it was the women's fifteen and a half. Everything was lit up for you to touch, except that one button. And I was like, "Bruh, bruh." <laughs> and now I look at it today, came bomb. At all the other sizes, all the normal 13, 13, all the men's, all the way down to like seven men's, and the women's equivalent of that, two hundred bucks. Size fourteen, highest bid, five hundred, six hundred. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. That's awful. Yeah. I'm, 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 gonna open a, I'm opening up wounds over here. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll stop now. Bad questions. No. no. It's, All right. I, it's fun, though. It's, you got like, you still love the chase. There's just a lot of groups for big feet, guys. You know, we got, we have a support group out there. Um, you, you know, you normally don't, you know, y'all just, hey, hey, man, like, let me just walk into the store. You know, hey. <laughs> of course, they have a size 10 and a half, 11 and a half, 9 and a half. <laughs> It may got back doors, but you know, hey, they had <laughs> size fourteen. You like, like when Rudy gets it, I'm like, uh, there's definitely only one of those. When I see that size, when that fourteen show up, I'm like, yeah, that's only one of them. It'd be me. I'd be finding the same. Like it'd be the same six of us out here. Like yo, twenty y'all. Which one of y'all got it? Gonna <laughs> be like, I know which. I know you six people. One of us got it. Sure enough. Hour after them draw, the draws are end up or something. Man, I got that size 14, that size 15, man. I hit. <laughs> yep, man. Let me go ahead and stop looking for that email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is your what is your personal dream Music City Vintage collab? Um uh, my dang, that's a really good question. My dream Music City Vintage collab. Uh, that was a good question. As far as clothing or just like anything? Uh, you can do anything. Man, I, I want to do something with OJ. No lie. <laughs> That'd be fire. Uh, no, no. Probably just like, um, like, Joe, Fr- I think Joe Fresca would actually be up there. Like, I think that would be a really cool one. I feel like he does like a lot of like unique stuff. Um, I feel like I'm trying to. I really like stuff. I personally love like super loud stuff. But, like stuff that like like the great like how the Grateful Dead shoes are like super loud, super like why are you wearing those? Um, <laughs> probably at this point, I would love to do something with like a company like Mischief. I don't want to. I don't really want to want to do like a big collab with like a big company, but like something like Mischief, where there's like something like super crazy, and like you just don't like kind of know what they kind of cook up. I like the idea of just like having something where it's like, what are you guys gonna really do? Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, where did you get this idea from? That's that's kind of like in my eyes something like that. Like a company like Mischief or somewhere where it's just like, what do y'all do? <laughs> you be smoking like weed or something just be like let's go make some <laughs> something like that 
<laughs> I think that would be my dream collab. All right. Um, I only have a couple left. Tell us about the new vlogs that you guys are doing now. Uh, so Justin is leading the kind of like the vlog team and Colin as well. Uh, Colin uh, records a lot of the vlog videos. Uh, he does a great job. Um, they're out there killing it. Uh, we're trying to up our content, you know, push and seek content. Um, but just kind of showing like a lot of the kind of like what we do day in, day out, just kind of like some of the highlights, uh, some of the things that you don't necessarily see on our social medias and things like that, kind of like some of our viewpoints on things that are coming out. Um, so we're hoping to expand that kind of more, kind of more frequently, and then hopefully just kind of as, as people want and kind of do what the people want to see. Sweet. Yeah, I, I've really enjoyed them. I think it's cool. You kind of get a bus, behind the scenes look. It's similar to round two. Um, yeah. They're not as long as round two as were. Those were sometimes a little too long. I, I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, they, they do a great job. They, the idea is like they, they always wanted to the point where it's not too long where you lose. Like, like you're just like, okay, I'm, I, I can't watch this anymore. But they want it long enough where, you know, it keeps your attention. Um, but they're doing a good job. They're killing it over there um, with the content, trying to, you know, keep it consistent as well. Um, so we have some more upcoming stuff. We're going out of town to ThriftCon, so we'll have that. Um, uh, I don't know if you saw the email uh, post that we made. Uh, we do have some cool exclusive merch dropping. Please sign up for the email list. Uh, that is going to be the only way to get it. All right. Send us, send us the link. Is it just on your website? Yeah, it's just on our website. Like, okay. it's just one we'll post it like, on this on this yeah. description, so people can go sign up. All right, my Dan, do you have any other questions? You you got a top five? You know, or you, you just want to? Yeah, we, we'll just uh, skip the top five. We've we've Trey, had a lot. I, I've done like like Mason <laughs> will be like, "Hey, Dan, do you have a good top five? And I'll be like, "Let's talk about frozen meals." Yeah. It'll be the like, top five. That was a terrible top five. Like terrible ideas from me. So yeah. we'll just like disregard my ideas. Oh, I, actually, I lied. I, I do have a few more. Um, What's, I so, was gonna say, what is y'all's top five worst shoes that like have came out in just say the last like three years? Ooh, Ooh I I have a slide for one of them that it's not come out yet, but we talked about this last week. This has got to be one of the worst. Both of these are are two of the worst shoes that I've ever seen. So this is a Reebok. <laughs> it's real pony hair, I think. That's ridiculous. That's, That's got to be one of the worst. And in terms of Nike, I think this has to be one of the worst shoes that I've seen. Oof, I, I think bad. a panda with a Vimero, uh, I That's bad. That <sighs> That's that. one of the ugliest that I've you seen. You know, I'm be honest with you here. Go back to that Nike. Go back to the Nike. All right. If you're not on YouTube, get on YouTube now. (laughs) Yes, please go. YouTube. Come on. Come on over. (laughs) Uh, That's just weird. It looks looks like ostrich skin right there on that that toe box right there. (laughs) That. Oof. Right there. That looks, I'm not going to lie to you, that looks like it could have been at the gas station. It definitely <laughs> does. If you, if somebody brought these in to Music City Vintage, you'd have been like, those are bootleg. This, or this just, get, just get out. <laughs> this, is what you, this is what you hit them with. You're like, man, 
I ain't seen these ones before. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, let me see what we can do for him. You always, you always got to look it up because you never know. Yeah. Some of those random ones, like those were Romero's and things like that, you just never know. But if it ain't looking hot, it ain't looking hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, got, we, yeah. we, can't, we can't just put everything. You can't just put anything out on these streets now, on, on these shelves. We got a little oh, bit yeah. of space now. And those can't make it. Mm-hmm. Dan, you have any to add? I would I would say if if I gotta add one more, it's the uh the Martine Rose shocks. I thought those were hot garbage. <laughs> those are terrible. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Terrible. I think the uh I mean there were just a lot of weird like play off the easy foam runners that were just like wait, what are we like what are we doing? Like when Jordan did that weird like you can wear that one shoe and then pull it out of that other shoe. Like you have, you bought four shoes, but there's two and they mesh into one and one is like a flipper and one is like a foam. It, it, I was just like, what are we doing? percent. The one, the one that like I haven't seen. So like, have you ever seen one that's Jordan one switches where it has a zipper? On oh it? yeah. I've, I've yeah. not in person, not in person. But. So, we recently got a pair in and like that was like like i saw them on the on the on the like on like pictures and stuff and i was like oh whatever i saw it in in hand i was like this is kind of nice this is kind of nice <laughs> i was like i couldn't like go super deep in them but i was like looking at these like that's kind of like that's kind of nice <laughs> i was like man this I don't know, man. Jordan may need – they may got something right there. You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> I can buy two shoes at one time. The way they raise this retail price, this may be a move right here. <laughs> I give me a low and a high for a price of one. <laughs> Shoe. Mm. Like I, I was like, I was like, let me see what the retail is on this. Ha, 300. I said, dang. <laughs> go ahead and put these back down. <laughs> I thought we were gonna be at about two, maybe two twenty. Hold it, I would pay two twenty, but three. Ooh. <laughs> right there. Oh, that's tough. Those are tough. Oh, I don't know that I have any other. I mean, some of the cactus plant flea market. It was weird. Like, ooh, the the Grinch ones. Those were strange. Trey, it feels like that's something you might like. I'm not going to lie to you. I have yet to see a size 14 in those, and I absolutely love those things. I don't know why. I told, I was sitting here talking. I forgot who I was talking to. Probably my wife. She just listens to me, like, talk and just says yes to me. Uh, I was like, man, just imagine if I, like, got those and then just got, like, a ghillie suit or something and just, like, walked around. Like, like in my mind, like, these things just sound super cool. I know it's not probably like since 9 11, it's probably not a good idea to do things like that, but <laughs> uh, it's just like nice. Like, you know, it's just like having some, like growing some grass on your shoes or something, man. It's like, it's really nice. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I really love loud stuff like that. I don't know how to dress at all. Right. So uh, when I sit here and like say these things, don't think that I like spend like, lots of money on clothes because i don't i'm a t-shirt pants dude and that's pretty much it uh i i may spend money on a hat or something but like 
I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. I will spend money on shoes. That's where I get all my like personality for my outfits at. Mm-hmm. But those 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 Grinches, man. Those Grinches are something else. <laughs> those are nice. I gotta disagree with you guys right there. That's a goddamn nice shoe. I I know it don't make any sense, but that's a nice shoe. So, what are your thoughts then on? The uh, like the off white, just like the terrible, like Terracon, like all, all those that are just like the really off the wall off whites that are just not Vapor Maxes and Air Jordan Ones and things like that. So, I had when they first did the track ones, I got one of the like the track ones that have the spikes in it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I put them on. I felt like I was goofy. Like I was just like, <laughs> like I was like, "What are we doing here? This is not it, fam." Like first off, like I'm a big dude. You know, I'm 300 plus pounds, right? So like, it makes me look top heavy. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just wasn't for me. You know, you gotta you gotta be honest with yourself sometimes. Uh, I'm honest with myself. Like I'd be like, you know what? This ain't it for me. This ain't for me. Uh, the boots. I want to like them. I want to so bad, but I can't. I can't. <laughs> I really can't. Like, they look cool on some people. Like, know what our shop, he's like an ACG guy. So it looks super good. They look super good on like an ACG guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, ever see, you ever seen those um, pictures where it's like a dude that looks, it's like um, like the dude be in the corner and he'd be like with the little glasses on. All you see is a little light in the glass. And he'd be like, man, they don't even know I got this $1,500 Arc'teryx fucking outfit on. Like, that's, his, that's his style right there. So, you know, like someone like that definitely definitely goes works for him. Me? Nah. Nah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So what do y'all think is the most overhyped, like, collabs or, like, model that's been, like, really just, like, killing it, but you think it's kind of overhyped? I'm just curious. Mm. That's a great question. I'm not huge on anything hype in general. Um, But overhyped stuff, I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen to our podcast because I'm sure I've had some some very (laughs) strong takes. They probably ended up like really sounding stupid, but... (laughs) Hey, hey, you got to die on some hill eventually. Yeah. (laughs) You got to die on the hill eventually. (laughs) I, I think that I, I do think it's interesting where like the New Balances and the Kiss and the Asics and I mean you need to get Landon on to talk about Solomon, Solomon. Um, because I mean just like all of those it has been wildly weird to see some of those companies be like mainly in REI and now it's like Finish Line is releasing Solomon and it's like. Wait, what are we doing here? Like, what? Who? <laughs> when? Who made this decision? Like, I what, I agree with that a hundred percent. What higher up was like? Let's now start selling like something that you should hike the Grand Canyon in. Did um, Did Solomon get famous just because the guys at Complex started wearing them? Like, did they get a kickback because they just said these are cool? Because that's yeah. the first people that I heard rocking them, and I still don't. I, I know it's in the news, so that's why I put it on there and Landon now loves it. And But I just don't understand it. They're, they're hiking shoes. Yeah, it's, it's strange. It's kind of just like a runner comeback in general. But like yeah. a weird runner hiking, like 
it's almost ACG esque, but Nike's not cashing in on it. Like they're mm. not throwing out ACG shoes. Man, because ACG shoes be down near three fifty. Three fifty retail, man. Yeah. We looking at ACGs like, man, I like them shoes, but every time you see that ACG on on a sneaker on 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 sneakers, you're just like, ooh. I know it's that's like, about to be out. It's, it's like Nocta. It's like, wait a second. This was like supposed to be just a Nike jacket you could get in the clearance store for 60 bucks, and now it's 400 Like, when did this happen? 100%. That's what ACG is. It's like an undercover Nocta. There you go. I believe that. I agree with that. <laughs> All right. I, I'm out of questions. Well, actually, I'm not. I could have like... 500 more questions right now but but we all gotta get to bed (laughs) but um before we leave i just want to know if you were to recommend we'll we'll keep it at let's cap it at two two other people for us to invite on the pod who would the who would they be knowing that we've already had justin on knowing that we already had justin on um i would invite um benji from Maylo. He's a good guy. Uh, it's great to see his like growth in the game and things like that. Um, and it's also cool to see like a like a, the next generation kind of move up. Um, another person that I would like to see is maybe like just kind of in like a different culture kind of relation. Like maybe like Z from Soho Gallery. Hmm. Um, is that? Um... 23 penny on instagram yeah that's the same okay we've uh, we've had other people tell us that we need to have him on too but i don't think he ever wanted to come on i don't know why but we a, don't really a have a personal guy. relationship to him with him um I so we, we need to get out to soho gallery and go see him maybe then he'll he, change his mind he's, he's an elusive guy i'm not gonna lie to you he's an elusive <laughs> guy but i would give him um let me see who else I like to say people who are like pushing, pushing, trying to push the culture forward. Um, you do, man. It's like I know so many people, but it's like I'm trying to like, it's like, like ah, put them in my mind. But like, I'm trying to like also think of like, I don't want to give you no one that's boring. You know what I mean? <laughs> Appreciate that. Um. <laughs> I think Ray from Rudy would be a really good interview. Mm. I've thought about that. He's been on my short list for a little bit. Ray's 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 an interesting guy. Um I already got Jenny. Could do um Michael Dixon, he's uh he owns oh snap. Oh, I thought I left. I was like <laughs> Um Let me see. Michael Dixon's really good. Three he owns Sneaker Box out in Murfreesboro. Okay. Um, yeah, I've seen that. There's a lot. There's a lot of people now in the culture. That there is. A, there's push. a ton. We'll start with that list. I think that's, yeah, well, I think that's a good. Yeah, that, Sorry. Yeah. That's good. It'll, it'll take us a while to go I'll through that you. list. <laughs> yeah, too. I'm going to give you more. You know, I try to plug people. I try to, plug, I try to be supportive community. Man. Well, being I, that said. Follow us on at Music City VTG. Yes. Oh, oh yes. Man. That we were about to get to that. So, <laughs> yep. Go to Music City Heat is where they find you, right? And that is where they find me. Don't come looking though. <laughs> <laughs> go, go there. 
go <laughs> go to Music City Vintage. That's where you find them. Um, yeah, shout out anything that you want to shout out, and then we'll uh, go through what Dan and I learned today, and we'll finish off with you, Trey. Cool. Well, hey, we got new hats dropping uh, unofficially, unofficially now, I guess, since it will be on here. Um, if you are an email subscriber, uh, we're going to drop an exclusive one for you all. So if you missed out, become an email subscriber. It instantly asks you as soon as you open the website. Uh, we do have our, we are bringing back our $8 sale. Um, uh, the, what is today? I don't know. That's the 19, 14th. 20, I think it's the 25th. Saturday, the 20th, March 25th. Uh, mm-hmm. We are bringing that back. So the entire store will be cleared out and we will be filling it with nothing but $8 items. So oh. it is stuff from the archives. It's probably stuff that's been in there since we were at the flea market. Oh. There's stuff in there that we don't know. And then we just get to, we just literally get to pulling stuff out of there. And we just don't stop until we see the back of the wall. So there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, I've already seen a couple of wrap tees that I'll put in the $8 bin. Um, and then we'll be doing some discounted shoes, plenty of hats, plenty of steals and deals come through. Uh, and what time does that start at? It is, it's going to start at noon, but you're going to want to get there early. Mm. Last time we had it, we had 120 people in line. Um, <laughs> and it's not like we just like put it out and then like if you get it, you get it. No, we re- keep restocking. So... We restock throughout the like pretty much like every like 15 20 minutes, so there's always new stuff going out that day. So, mm. definitely worth coming through. Um, check out the YouTube at Music City VTG. Um, we got new content coming there. Um, Justin and the boys are killing it out there, and I appreciate you guys for having me on. No, hey, it's been a pleasure. We thank you, Dan. What'd you learn today? Hey, never give up on your dreams and always find someone who's going to support you as much as you support yourself. Amen to those wives out there, those honeys and those monies. Thanks, Dan. I couldn't have said it better myself. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I'll uh, (laughs) finish up with our admin announcements. Um, Last week, we announced that we have a partnership, whatever, discount code with Grateful, Grateful Apparel. Um, They're out of New York City. Go back to last week's episode to hear Hayes and I talk about what they're doing. Um, All their profits go to building halfway houses um, in the New York City area. So really cool brand. Love what they're doing. If you're on YouTube, you can see some of their new clothing that has has come out recently. If you use the code STILLDRIPPINTN, you can get 15% off there. Um, And I think that's it. Make sure you go to... The Music City Vintage $8 sale mm. happening on March 25th. That's just 11 days from now. And I think that's all we've got. Thank you guys for listening. You can follow us at Still Drippin' TN. And you can follow Trey um, and his company at Music City VTG. And I think you said that was on YouTube and on Instagram. Um, yep, go follow what they're doing. Go to their website and sign up for their newsletter to get the exclusive on the hats that are dropping soon. Appreciate the uh, the inside information there, Trey, on that one. We'll, we'll, we got a, we'll keep it hush-hush after this. We, we won't put it on Instagram coming. at all. So, um, <laughs> Anyways, we thank you so much. I mean, when we started this podcast, uh, I think you and Justin were probably the two people 
that that we wanted on first. Um, and now that we've got you both separately, we'll have to get you both back together, and maybe we can uh, do something at Music City Vintage. That would be really hey, dope. We've had we've had Cullen on. We've had him on a couple times. So you mentioned him as well. So yeah, a lot of love for for from us to you guys um, for including us on some of the different things that you guys have done, and um, just a huge thank you to filling a huge hole in the Nashville community. I, I think a lot of people have come together um, because of you guys and, and we are very appreciative of that. So thank you for coming on. It's been a real yeah. pleasure. Thank you for having us. Um, you guys are always welcome. Come on by. We got a space for you in case you ever want to shoot one live in music city. Let us know. We got the event center space. Just let us know. Mm. Um, so, Hey, just let us know. All right. We'll make, we'll make something happen. Tra- I promise. I know. Tra- I've said this is my last question about 10 times already, but this is my true last question because Hayes, Hayes is a maker of beats and we have a few preloaded on here. And I was wondering, do you freestyle? I do not freestyle. I wish I could say I did. Okay. Uh, I I do not freestyle. I think Dan got it though. I I think so. Cause Hayes is our usual freestyler, but Dan, you got it this week or are you feeling a little, Lucy Goosey uh, with the lips. He's probably going to go nuts to butts pretty quick, so <laughs> we may not need to do that tonight. <laughs> All right, give well, it to gonna... me, I'll give a good spoken word. I'll do that for you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, let's see. This is just a random beat that Hayes made. Oh, I can't rap on this. Not at all. I'm just going to embarrass myself out here. <laughs> but I'll leave you with this. If you were feeling down and out, Talk to someone. If you ever need like help or need someone to speak to, you always have a friend somewhere. And someone's always willing to listen to you, um, even if you don't believe that. Uh, I lost a friend recently just because like felt like no one, like he, there was no one he can talk to. So there's always someone that you can talk to. Um, and if you're having like hard time with mental health or anything like that, uh, you know, always try to reach out to someone. Um, because you know that's an important thing um, that doesn't get spoken about enough. So uh, please, you know, if you ever need help or anything like that, please do talk to someone. Amen. Amen. Again, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>